Hello, hello, and welcome to our 100 Days with Jesus recap. We've spent the past several days uh, reading through and listening through the Gospel of Matthew, the first four chapters. Uh, we got together, we discussed uh, some things that stood out to us. And now as we wrap up this first segment of our 100 Days with Jesus, I want to give you three words or three thoughts that kind of tie it all together based on what we talked about and what you observed as you worked through this text. Now, here's what I'm thinking. Real power for all. Now, Matthew chapter 1 through 4, we encounter real power for all. Well, the first one is this, real. Uh, many of you noticed this, and as we got together, we talked about it. But the genealogy of Jesus uh, in Matthew chapter 1, it's real. Uh, and what I mean by that is there are real people, really messy people, included in that genealogy. Uh, we hear this. The book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham, we go on and we hear this, and Salmon, the father of Boaz by Rahab, and Boaz, the father of Obed by Ruth, and Obed, the father of Jesse, and Jesse, the father of David the king, and David was the father of Solomon by the wife of Uriah. Now, just a few of those names were mentioned here. There's more in the genealogy, but those people had some backstories. They had some baggage. Rahab, she was a prostitute. Ruth, uh, she was a Moabite. That would mean that she was a foreigner, not part of the Jewish people, but here she is in this book about the Jewish Messiah, Jesus. We hear about David. I don't know if you know much about David, but he wasn't the squeaky clean kind of guy you would imagine being a king of Israel. We hear about the wife of Uriah. That's Bathsheba. You probably remember what happened there between David and Bathsheba and how David ordered Uriah to be killed. The point is this. The genealogy of Jesus, it looks like a real family tree. There's real people in it and they've got some problems. Uh, we talked about how nobody, nobody is apparently too messed up to come to know Jesus and to be brought into his transformative love. So we hear that it's real. It reflects real life. We also talked about this, real power. Uh, we talked about Matthew chapter 3 and how John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness and he was saying, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. We talked about how the Pharisees and Sadducees, the religious leaders of that day, came out to see John. And he said, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come, bear fruit in keeping with repentance. We talked about how brood of vipers, that's like calling them snake babies. Not the nicest thing to say, but the point is this. Uh, John the Baptist was a prophet proclaiming the word of God, and he spoke with power and authority. 
But he also pointed people to one who had greater power and authority to Jesus. So in these first four chapters of Matthew, we see power. Oh, we also see Jesus calling the disciples and he invites them, come, follow me. And what happens? They come, they follow him. His word has power. And then lastly, we talked about how this is for all. Uh, One of the people on the call uh, mentioned that Jesus notices people, all people. Uh, He pays attention to those, the crowds, the masses, but also the lowly fishermen, uh, people that may not be rich and powerful and influential by worldly standards, but that matter to Jesus and matter in the kingdom of God. And about how that's an invitation for us to notice people, to see those around us, to realize that nobody is too low. Nobody is too messed up for the love of Jesus. So we talked about real power for all. Now we're going to move on in the Gospel of Matthew. And I invite you this coming week uh, to read through or listen through. Uh, chapters 5 through 8. A reminder, as you do that, make sure you are uh, taking some sort of notes. You can uh, write those down on a piece of paper. You can jot them on your phone. Uh, You can draw a picture, uh, whatever you want to do, but just some way to keep track of what you're reading, what you're thinking about, uh, what questions you have, what things you're pushing back on, things that maybe you're not crazy about or things that you are crazy about and you love as you read this section of scripture. Uh, Pass those along to either myself or Tom Chester, and uh, we'll make sure that we uh, include that in part of our conversation when we get together on Zoom. Uh, We'll plan to get together on Zoom on Monday, January 25th, and that will be at 8 p.m. So God's blessings to you as you continue through the Gospel of Matthew, as we now move to chapters 5 through 8.